Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. morning. Hope everybody's having a good morning. Where do we start? Amy saw a celebrity in the wild. Oh, another a one. A massive celebrity. Not someone in country music either. Mm-hmm. Someone from like 90s television. So what? massive that I was like, no way that's really them. 90s or 90s? 90s and 2000s. It was kind of that break. So yeah. late 90s, early 2000s. And I would say... At the time, A-list. Whoa! Oh, yeah. Let's play the game. Can Eddie and Lunchbox figure it out? Okay. You get five yes or no questions each. And if you get it right, you win $20 at the cash over here. Okay. Five yes or no questions each. Lunchbox, go ahead. And you you describe this person as a TV person from 90s or 2000s. Ah, man. If I answer that, that's a yes. Oh, no, no, no. Did he say man or woman? Yeah, I don't know. I I missed that. So you get 10 questions total. Okay. But you can also... Guess at any time. Guess any time that counts as a question. And we're working together here? No, you're not. Ooh, against each yeah, other. go ahead. Lunchbox? Uh, was this person on TGIF? No. Dang. Was this person on Nickelodeon? No. Two down. Was this person on a hour-long show? Yes or no? Oh, okay, good, good. Hour-long show? No. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, yeah, man or woman? Or is it a man? No. What? It's a woman. Oh, my goodness. Not an hour-long show. Was it a reality show? No. Five questions down. I have no idea. Were they ever in a movie, this woman? I don't, I don't know. know. You don't know? I'm sure. Okay, but known for TV. Yeah. Eddie, ask a different question. That's we don't have an answer stupid. to that. Um, do they have blonde hair? No. That's six. Yeah, four more questions total. She was in movies. She but, was but in we're movies. We're not going to count that against Is she you. married to someone famous? Mm. Uh, depends on who you ask. I don't know. Who yeah, well, I had to search it up because no. I was researching her. Because again, oh, didn't I didn't know if it was really no, her. Not at all. No, and not I, famous. Thank but, you, thank you, Bobby. Never heard of him, so I can't. Okay, not famous. then there you go. Not famous. Hey, we're struggling. Me? How many more do we have left? Three. Oh my gosh. Um, do they have black hair? Yes, ish. Okay, we got a yes. Two questions left. Yes, the woman with black hair. Dark hair. We'll go dark, dark hair. hair. Let's dark go hair. dark. Yeah. Brunette. Have they ever been part of a scandal? No. Is this woman with dark hair still acting today? I'm sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very much so. Yeah. That's why you saw her here. Very much oh, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, time to guess. I was 10. Okay. Go ahead, Lunchbox. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Incorrect. Ooh, that's a good guess, Eddie. though. Terry Russell. Amy's lookalike. Uh, incorrect. Ha- oh. It's Patricia Heaton from Everybody Loves Raymond. No! Yes. She's shooting a show here. What? In Nashville. Yeah, so I was like, wasn't for sure, for sure it was her, but then I read, yeah, she's spending half her time in Nashville right now and half her time in L.A., and I guess that's maybe why. Yeah, they have a new show they're shooting here, mm-hmm. like a sitcom-ish show, and it's, uh, she, people have seen her all over town. Yeah, she was hanging out at Frothy Monkey getting coffee. What? Did you talk to her? No. Did you take a picture? No. no Come no, on! No. Did you have a mask on? Um, no. So you recognized her for sure? Because yeah, I wouldn't recognize her. I did house. recognize her, but I was like, it's out of context. So why would she be at the Deborah Frothy Barone? Deborah. So, yeah. So I, I searched it up and yep. So you didn't feel like bothering her or yelling at her or <laughs> like no. doing a creepy, like act like you're on your phone, but you tilted it odd. No. <laughs> no. Good for you. Take a picture Thank of you. her butt. Nothing. No. Hey, Scuba, maybe we can get her in. Yeah, she's in town for a while. Let's hit her up. Yeah, she's working here now. I'm going to go look at the Frothy Monkey. All right, let's get going with today's show here. All right, all right. 
Let's go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. Help. My husband and I have been married for 10 years, and in the last few years, he started thinning on top and his hairline has been receding slightly, but it really bothers him. I came home from work recently and he shaved his head with no warning. Now he's trying to grow a beard. He looks like a whole different person. And I have to admit, I do not find this attractive. I feel horrible about this, but even to kiss him, it feels like I'm kissing a totally different person and I don't like it. I told him I would like for him to grow his hair back and shave his beard. I wouldn't have my hair any other way if he didn't like it. I also suggested if he's self-conscious, he could get PRP but he refuses. By the way, I don't know what that is. Isn't that what PRP. Ray got? Ray, do you have PRP? Yeah, get that PRP. It'll get the blood going in the scalp. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like women do a lot of things to try to look beautiful for their spouse, and I don't think I'm asking too much. What do you guys think? Very important side note, I'm a lucky woman. He's an amazing husband. P.S. Keep my name anonymous, please. I have friends that listen and don't want this to get back to him. <laughs> but I mean, course. if you have friends that listen, they're probably put two and two together. Like, oh, yeah, this is Chris. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that's that's quite the change to come home to. I would compare it to sometimes I'll grow my beard out just because I don't want to have to shave for a while. And then I'll go into the bathroom and shave just to go tea and leave it just to be funny. Caitlin hates it. She's like, I can't even kiss you. It looks disgusting. Now, if I just kept it for a week or so, she'd probably get used to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. When my her- f- husband first got his beard right when he got out of the Air Force, it was like this thing. He was like rebelling and growing a beard. And I was like... I hate this. This is awful. And now, and now, it t- well, it didn't take long, and I got used to it, and now I can't see it any other way. As a guy, we struggle with hair loss mm-hmm. if that starts to happen. We struggle when age starts to catch up with our body. There's We struggle with gray. So I understand him being self-conscious about it and going, well, I don't want people to know me for thinning hair. I just want to shave it all and get ahead of it. It is a drastic change. I would suggest that you tell him this, but if he wants to commit to it, let him commit to it and see if it lasts. I don't think it'll last. To shave your head bald, that's work. That's every day taking the razor to it. And if you don't do it up close every single day, your thinning even looks worse because it's only growing in certain spots. Yeah, I've heard that. So I think he'll tire of having his head stay bald. I think you tell him how you feel, but then you say, hey, if you really want this, and this is your new look, I'll support it. Eventually, you, you love him for who he is anyway. My prediction is... I'm it, not sure she does. <laughs> she does not like this. <laughs> My prediction is he'll go back to normal because he won't want to keep shaving his head. It's a lot of work. Scuba Steve, you have a uh, bald shaved head. And a beard. And a beard. And a beard. <laughs> That's now, me. Did you grow your face hair out because your head hair wasn't growing? I grew my face hair pretty much that, that for that reason, yeah, to alter the fact that I have no hair on top of my head. So I have something that looks kind of cool. Plus, I like getting it groomed and trimmed. That it feels nice to get pampered. What did your wife say when you decided to go with this look? She loved it because when I was trying to grow out my hair and trying to keep that receding hairline, it looked old and dingy. And by shaving it, it looked cleaner, younger, and newer. And when you walk in the room, we often say that. I go cleaner, and he goes younger, Eddie goes newer. newer. Every time. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, every time you walk in and out of the room. So what do you say to her who's dealing with a guy who basically is doing what you did? I say you let him be what he wants. It, it probably will help him out 
with this confidence. For me, I feel more confident as a man with this look versus the receding hairline, the thinning hair. You just look kind of gross. So I think that, I hate to be harsh, but it is. <laughs> so I feel like you let him do this, eventually you will be okay with it. How hard is it to keep your head clean shaven? So I do it once a week just because the That's fact- That's it? Yes, because, so if you, you don't- know, so, hair, do you? Like, Scuba has no hair growing <laughs> at all then. Well, no, so I wear, if you see me wearing a hat, it's because I haven't shaved, because if I shave too much, then I get bumps and razor ha- uh, burn and stuff, so I do it just once a week. Yeah, and it wasn't on purpose. I think it was probably subco- we, we saw some Eddie subconscious happen here. But when Scuba said it looks gross and dingy, Eddie grabbed his hat and pulled it down. Yeah, did, did I? No, yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Oh, man. He did. Yeah. I wasn't calling anyone out particular, lower. but you did. You pulled your hat down. Oh man. Eddie asked someone who's not shaved his head but has a receding hairline. It's just tough. I think she needs a little compassion here and understand that he's going through a lot. Like you said, there are things like losing, thinning your hair, losing your hair that takes a toll on a man's pride and his yeah. self-esteem. So. So he's going through a lot right now. Just give him some time. Support him. He'll probably go back. But yes. if he doesn't, this is something internal inside of him. He's going through a hard time right now. It's tough. I can feel it. Yeah, it's tough. Whenever I grew my beard out, I have new patches of gray that grow, have grown in. And I have a little pencil that for TV, if I have a little stubble, I can just color the gray in a little bit. That's cool. And it was a little grayer than I was expecting last time. And I did not like it. Mm. And uh, so I shaved it off. And that, and that <laughs> hurt a little bit? It didn't hurt. I just don't like it. Because yeah. I, regardless of what science says, I'm not getting any older. <laughs> of course not. I no. said it. I've declared it. <laughs> and that is what it is. Um, so, Anonymous, support your husband here. Don't guilt him into growing his hair back and shaving his beard. Let him be him. He'll either go back or you'll just love the new version of him. All right, that's what we have to say. Thank you very much. If you want to email us, Morgan, what's the address to the mailbag? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Thank you. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. We had Chris Stapleton on the show a couple days ago. You can go back to Monday's podcast and hear that. But we got this call after the show asking about how a song, like a Chris Stapleton song, goes number one. Hey, so you talked to Chris Stapleton about the the song that's been out for a long time, but only now is kind of vying for the number one uh, position. And so I guess I was wondering, how, how does a song become number one? Because it doesn't seem like it's as simple as the rest of us might think. Okay, it's a good question. I'll, I'll walk you through it from the writer's room to the song hitting number one. So a bunch of people get in the room, and they go, okay, I have this idea. They write a song, right? And so that song if it's just three writers, then gets pitched out to artists. And if an artist likes it, we'll, we'll, we'll use Kenny Chesney as an example. Someone sends that song to Kenny Chesney because Kenny doesn't write many of his own songs anymore. Kenny's like, okay, I like this song. Let's save it. So Kenny basically reserves the song. Now, there are a lot of songs that are reserved, and they'll cut 30 songs down to about 15. They'll take those 15 into the studio. They'll record those 15 songs. Out of those, they'll save 10 or 11. So now they have 10 or 11 songs that they're going to put on an album. That album then is given to the record label. And the record label will listen to the songs and pick one of them as a single. So maybe the song that I'm talking about that was just written, let's say it's then picked as a single. It's got like a 1 in 10 shot to be picked as a single. Once it's picked as a single, the record team, the promotion team, then starts calling radio stations going, this is our single, this is the one we want to get played. And it takes forever to move up a chart. Even if it's a great song, it takes forever. And so slowly but surely, the song moves up the chart or it doesn't. 
And that's only because the label's calling people going, hey, play this song, play this song. We need you to play this. If you play this song, you know, well, maybe we can get the artist to call on the phone. Maybe look at the research. It's doing great. Slowly over time, it moves up. Um, 10 months later, it might hit number one. If the research is right, if the promotion team has done its job, if the artist team has done its job, and then boom, there's a number one song. So it's a lot of things having to happen and get lucky. I mean, listen, you may have a song that's written and it gets on the record and then it's never a single. And only the songs that are singles go number one. Radio stations don't pick songs that are singles. A lot of people are like, why won't radio play this? Radio only plays what the record companies say, hey, we need you to play this song because we're fully invested in making this song go up the chart. So that's basically the quick version of how a song goes number one. Cool. Yeah, the Chris Stapleton made me kind of question it because that song had been out for a long time, but only once it was designated as a single, then is it eligible to move up the charts? Well, you know, with Chris Stapleton's last single, it's a bit different because he had uh, been singing You Should Probably Leave for years in concert, years and years, but just never put it on a record. And he only put it on this last album after years and years, which we talked about in the interview. And then after that, uh, it had to slowly move up the charts. So yes, it was a lot of the label picking and then the label pushing it. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for answering that. Yeah, you feel good about that? I feel so good. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's see if Tony can do it. So close. Tony, how how do you feel, Tony? I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Uh. Oh, come <laughs> yeah. on, Tony. Okay. All right, Tony. Have a good day, buddy. Bobby Bones. Yeah. Hey, back in the day, we recorded a song. Uh, Walker Hayes, who has the song Fancy Like, he did the background vocals on the song. But him and I actually wrote this song together, and I just haven't thought about, with all his success, piggybacking off of that and using it for our own good. That's right. That's right, yeah. What are we doing? I know, right? <laughs> Such an idiot. Uh, by the way, Eddie and I and the Raging Idiots, our band, will be playing Strawberry Festival in Tampa, Florida on March 12th. You can get tickets at RagingIdiots.com. That is a Saturday. Bobby Bone Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Mickey Guyton was announced as the national anthem singer for the Super Bowl. The game goes down on February 13th. Brian Kelly is headed out on a solo tour with special guest The Boat Boys. The tour kicks off in April in Florida. Tickets go on sale this Friday. The CMT Awards have a new air date for its debut on CBS. The show will air on April 11th at 8, 7 p.m. Central Time. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. While on a family vacation, Wayden, 10 years old, went for a swim in the hotel pool with a friend of the family who's almost 40. All of a sudden, she, that family friend, felt disoriented, then lost consciousness and just sank to the bottom of a pool. Boy, that that's crazy out of nowhere, huh? Yeah. By the way, the kid's only 10. He swam down, tried to lift her to the surface, but obviously she's an adult woman. And that's very difficult. But he managed to dig his feet into the bottom of the pool and drag her to the shallow end of the pool and get her head above water. His mom called 911. They performed CPR until uh, the paramedics arrived. She regained consciousness. She was surprised to learn that he had rescued her. The paramedics told her that he, the 10-year-old, the small boy, <laughs> pulled her from the deep end all the way to the shallow end. And they weigh- he weighs 40 pounds. That's wow. amazing. I mean, he's a small... And so the Fort Lauderdale Fire Rescue presented an award to Wade before he and his family left to go back home in Brooklyn, which is where they're from. But that, 
I mean, imagine that. You got to, Eddie, you're a lifeguard. Yes. I mean, was I, you, a lifeguard. You, hey, let me tell you. A, a, but aren't you always a lifeguard if you were a lifeguard? For life- the rest of my life, yeah. I will be a lifeguard. Uh, let me tell you a, a story I've never told you guys. Oh, oh here we go. How have you not told us I'm, this? I'm not proud of it, but oh. my first job as a lifeguard, there was a teacher, and we, she was really nice, and she was friendly and everything, and I joke with her, and she was sitting on the side of the pool, and I was walking by trying to go on my lunch break, and I pushed her in just jokingly, had no idea she couldn't swim. Bigger lady. And I'm what walking. The, what, what and well, the, the weight. You're talking about weight and yeah, trying how, to get someone up. I was probably 18. Okay. And you push someone it, in the pool? It was just a joke. Like, hey, push, you're in. And she's just like, Bleh, and went all the way to the bottom. And I I looked back to see if she was like laughing. She was not laughing. She was going all the way to the bottom. So I had to jump in and save her. And that was extremely difficult. <laughs> so that, this is that one kind of his saves? <laughs> Like, no, no, no. I want to erase that completely from my but record. Does it count as a save? In I mean, your mind, did you count it as a save? Technically, that's one of my three saves, yes. So when he brags about having a save, it's because he literally pushed someone God. in the pool and then rescued them. But, but, he, pushed but he did the save her. But, but he did save her. But he caused it. I know. I listen. <sighs> she was crying and saying, like, I don't know how to swim. And I said, I'm was so sorry. Was she mad sorry. at you when yes, she got yeah. Yes, yes. Did you get course. fired? Nope, nope, nope. I said, please don't tell my boss. Like, please, it was just a joke. I didn't know you couldn't swim. And she's when like, you jumped in to save her, yes. did you, like, wrap your arms around and clasp your hands? Or how would you save her? You go down and you grab your, you go around her chest under her armpit. And then you just use your left hand or your other hand that you're not grabbing her with. And you just go as hard as you can as you kick in as well to the top. So you push her in. And then you have to, like, grab her in place that she didn't want to be grabbed. Okay, but that's just the rescue grab. Like, I mean, it's not. Yeah, there's I see nothing, how that makes sense. No, I understand that. But this. <laughs> Poor lady. She didn't want to do any of this. And then she gets handled. I mean, that's suable. Yeah. I mean, that's why I've never told this. She's story. actually on the phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. I, yeah. You know, it's something I've wanted to tell. Great. Do you feel like that's off your back? I feel like it's completely lifted off my chest. And thank you. And I feel like that's still a save, though. Yes. I, I disagree. You messed up by pushing her. He didn't push her in to save her. Yeah, because she you didn't pushed die. her in as a joke. But then you did have to. He could have just not saved her and been like, oh, "I don't <laughs> go on to my lunch break." Yeah. No. Did you know her at yeah. all? Yeah, yeah, she was nice. She was like my little friend. Your little. But you friend. You didn't know she couldn't well, swim. Bigger friend. I mean, you weren't friends with her. You thought she could swim. No, yeah. guys, I just met her when I started that job. She would just go to the pool every day, and then we would laugh and joke. And when I just thought we were comfortable like enough, one to just, arm push or two. It, it, was, it was literally walking by and just one arm, and like, oh, she was sitting on the edge already. If, if she was that, if Eddie's saying she was that big, it wasn't a one arm push. There's no way. Okay. If you're saying, Ed, did you base yourself and really give her the old shove? <laughs> no, like, no. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that with us. Thanks for being vulnerable. I feel bad about it now, guys. But that does count as a save because you didn't push her in to save her. I did not. If that were the case, it would not count as. I did not. It was just a joke. As an accident, and then you yes, saved your life. Correct. Huh. Tell me something good. No. That, yeah, what was the story again? That kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, 10-year-old. Yeah. Um, to the kid, that's what it's all about. Right. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's time for a big surprise. Yeah, what is the Who surprise? wants the surprise? I do, I do. We all do. I do. What in the it. world could it be? Let's go. Wait, you want it? Yeah, what I want the surprise. You... you don't want the surprise. Oh, oh, is nope. that? Yeah. I just want to know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's what? a bad surprise. Surprise sounds good though. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you say surprise, you need a different word. Yeah, yeah. Like who wants the who wants the bad news? <laughs> who wants to get punched in the face? Bones, I mean, that's... somebody going to jail. <laughs> Officer, come on in. <laughs> oh man. I mean, so we have a surprise it? for someone on the show. Something that we just didn't think would happen so soon. Oh no. What? Why is it bad is it though? The fish. And his fish died. Yeah. No. no. Okay. Thank oh, goodness. No, no. 
Alive but and well. I'm very proud to announce this. What? What? Oh, no. no, Amy. <laughs> that's Do not bad news, and that's I'm not announcing that. Wait, no. Whoa, you what? Know, Whoa. You don't even know what I was going to say. Go ahead. Hey, hey. Nothing, I can't say. Is this like a Tom Brady thing? Bobby's like, I'm retiring. <laughs> it's a competitive environment. You know what? I just don't have that fire anymore. <laughs> I'm very right. proud to announce that Eddie. What? Me? Is. Hold on. Uh, I'm, don't, don't tell me we're grabbing another kid. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife walks in <laughs> with a baby. Because that's not good. Um. Why is it not good with Eddie? Yeah, what's not good about what Eddie? Is, is your happening? heart beating fast right now? Yeah, what's going on? Oh. We found your real birth certificate. <laughs> You're <What>? 61. <laughs> <laughs> wow, guys, really? <laughs> Both of you okay, guys. wait, what does that have to do with? Hey, at least I went four years younger. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's lace boxers have arrived. Oh. Oh. You're right, this is not good. So... So a company has put together a line of beautiful and functional lace underwear oh, for no, men. No, no, no. So like wow. lace boxers. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, 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 guys, no. <laughs> Wait, they're, they're from Japan. How oh. big are those? And is there we, like a built-in cup? Oh, we, yeah, it is. We baby. definitely did not think that they would be here this early, and they are as lacy as could be. Oh, Because they were sold out. And he has to wear them for three days. What's that in the middle there? That That's just the covers covers the stuff? Yes. yes. It actually, it's, it's so lined. lacy, but this is lined so you can't see. <laughs> for your... comfort. This is so stupid. So I'm going to let you sit with these. Next hour, we're going to have you put these on. Hey, Bones, I, they cool. look really big. I told y'all he would be a medium. Yeah. What size are these? they got to be large. They're large? Uh. I mean, I might not even get the full Hey, experience. we may have to go get the alterations. Let me see. Throw Safety them. pin them. Well, oh my God. Next hour, <laughs> Eddie will put those on. I want you to live with them. Wait, but he you. puts his clothes on over them. Yes. Yeah, he's not going to come sit in them. <laughs> well, no. I told about- you my story about Christmas when I got spandex for Christmas. Yes. And then I wore them at Christmas dinner and I was just wearing the spandex. Yeah. And everybody's like, why are you doing that? You can see. And I was like, well, I got them for Christmas. What do you want? They're like, wear them under shorts. <laughs> so Eddie's lacy underwear here. He'll have to wear them for three days. So three days. Wednesday, Thursday. Friday. Okay. All right, buddy. And I have to just tell you guys how they the feel. The thing is, you got to and... wash them. Do we have two pair or do they come just one in a box? There's just one. We were lucky to get the one. Oh, man. What are we lucky? Well, Eddie always says that he just takes the clothes and does a sniff test and what? throws them in the closet or whatever. What so. I'll do is I'll wear them two days in a row, wash them, and then wear them okay. the And you got to wear them to bed. Like, surprise your wife day oh one. Don't God. tell oh, her. She... You know you're going to be wearing these lace No, underwear? she has no clue. Exactly. Surprise. She's going to hate this. Surprise her. Or is she going to love it? <laughs> no, no chance she's going to love what, that. What if? No. Well, surprise, Eddie. They're here. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> awesome. All right. Can you name the classic TV theme songs? Here's the example I gave you before the break. And Ron Howard as Opie. That is the Andy Griffith Show from 1960. Okay, and I have a bunch of these queued up. See how well you do. I was talking about Howard Hessman. He passed away over the weekend. He was 81 years old. And he was on WKRP in Cincinnati, a show that I loved. In Cincinnati. And we've never seen it. Cincinnati WKRP. So I'm not going to test you guys on that one. Thank, Thank you. goodness. Yeah. But I do have seven other ones. Write your answer down. All right. We'll see who does the best after seven. All right, here we go. Just a good old boy. Never mean it no harm. Show's from 1979. Beats all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Straightening the curves, flapping the hills. 
Everybody in? Yeah. Lunchbox. Dukes of Hazard. Eddie. That's the Dukes of Hazard. Amy. Dukes of Hazard. Correct. Nice. <laughs> Next up, name this classic TV song from 1975. All right, break down now. Come on. Bees don't burn in the kitchen. All right. Bees don't burn on the grill. I was a little premature on the beans. All right, lunchbox. Oh, that's the Jeffersons. Eddie? The Jeffersons. Amy? Jeffersons. Nice. Good job, good job. From 1984, name this one. There's more to life than what you're living. So take a chance and face the wind. Open road and a road that's hit Brand new life around the bend There were times <laughs> Lost a dream or two Found a track Everybody. And, and at the end was you The path we take and the path not taken Okay, everybody's in. Lunchbox, I mean, what do you have I for that? I put who's the boss. 1984, who's the boss? Amy? Who's the boss? Eddie? Who's the boss? It's ah. who's the boss. Oh. You guys are doing perfect, right, so far? Yes. All right, uh, number four, go ahead. Sing along. Now sing along here. <laughs> I can sing a little bit. There you go. You take the good and you take the bad. You take them all and there you have the facts of life. Oh, there you go. All right, everybody in? In. I'm in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lunchbox. I mean, you started singing something about facts of life, but I don't know about that. It says mash is what I put down. Amy? Mash. Eddie? I have mash. Yeah, it's mash. I was singing the facts of life over the mash music. <laughs> I was like, to I throw don't everybody off. That is. All right, here we go. This one's from 1993. She was working in a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens, till her boyfriend kicked her out in one of those crushing scenes. So over the bridge from Flushing to the Sheffield's door, she was there to sell makeup, but the father saw more. Who would have guessed that right. the Which I think this is, it's not my favorite show of all time, but I think this is maybe the best theme song because it tells you the entire the entire plot of the whole show. In the, yeah, I'm trying to listen starts. right now. No, that's why I'm talking over it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you turn it down. Write your answer down, guys. Oh, man. Because it does it. say it on there. Yeah. It does? Yeah. yeah. Wow, Eddie might lose. I mean, I'm, I'm between two right now. Ooh. Are you in, Amy? I'm in. Lunchbox, are you in? Yeah, hey, Bones, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the year? It's been time. Time's 1993. up. 1993. What are the two you're between? The Nanny and uh, King of Queens. Okay. You have five seconds to write okay. one of them down. And you said 93? 93, yeah. 93, 93, Yeah, got it. I'm in. Lunchbox. The nanny. Amy. The nanny. Eddie. The nanny. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. two left. What year? Yeah, what year? Eighty-nine. Oh, man. 
I don't think anyone has this, Bones. I'll be ready. One more time, right from the top. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Oh, oh, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why, what? I thought I had it, but. I'll be honest, I've never heard it. Me either. <laughs> I so I know I don't have it. We have heard this, guys. We have? But we're in. All right, guys. I don't know. I'm Time. in. Yeah, we're Has in. Somebody something. can win it with this. It's not the last one we can win. I, I want so. them to go first. Okay, Eddie? Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Lunchbox? My two dads. <laughs> never, They'll be ready. Do you have either it. one of those? No. They're both wrong. Oh, I knew oh, it. no. Amy, what do you have? Baywatch? Correct. Ah, yes! What? Uh, I'll be ready. I'll be ready! Why are they ready? Oh, because they're lifeguards. The yeah, they're running Save in their God. red swimsuits. Baywatch wow. was 1989? Started, yeah. Okay, Amy, if you get this next one, you win. Oh, that I didn't was, win with that. No, that was six. That was oh, stupid. boo. All right, here is the final one. What year? 1972. Eddie's senior song. Here we go. Amy, you know it? I know you do because it's the 70s. That's right. Senior year high school. Okay, on, it's not true. Five seconds, guys. So if he gets it and I don't, we tie? Yeah, yeah. you go to sudden death. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you should go first. Uh, lunchbox, go first. Man, it's been a good run. Laverne and Shirley. Incorrect. She, she, she's got to go next. No, you have to go next. You go, you go. Welcome back, Kata. Kata, no. What is it? Eddie, for the tie. Bones, I have written down Sanford and Sons. That is correct. Yeah! I'm coming, Elizabeth! Yes! Is it, so Sanford? Uh-huh. Okay. I want to know for future. Sanford. I will never remember that song in my life. Sanford. Okay, we have Sudden Death buzz in with your name. You know it. Amy versus Eddie. Say your name as the buzzer. Here we go. Action. Amy. Amy. Mary Tyler Moore Show. Correct. What am I eating? I eat it. Oh, eat that. We don't, don't know. know. Eat it, though. Dang, <laughs> <laughs> guys. On the phone right now is Billy, who lives in Missouri. Billy, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. So uh, I have a bone to pick with uh, Mr. Lunchbox over there. He says that he's famous and everybody recognizes him everywhere. He says he's more famous than Walker Hayes. Walker Hayes was at the... That's playing at the playoff game for halftime, but yet Lunchbox's neighbor doesn't even know who he is. Yeah, that's a great point because wow. we made both of these we've referenced separately. We've been like, wow, Lunchbox, your neighbor doesn't even know who you are. We've also done, hey, Walker Hayes was playing the halftime show of the Kansas City Chiefs game. And he's like, oh, I don't care. But together, your neighbor doesn't know you, but millions of people know Walker Hayes. Yeah, so one person doesn't recognize me. Not every single person in the world is going to recognize me. I never said that. <laughs> Walker Hayes' neighbor may not recognize him. I mean, you're not recognized by every single person. This dude is that w- walked by my house and yelled about the Christmas lights. He was probably in his 60s, late 50s, and he, you know, out of touch with the world. It sounds like he doesn't have any friends, sitting in his house, doesn't listen no. to the radio. Wow, 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 wow. wow. Um, here's the bit. 
Here's the idea I just got. We send Lunchbox somewhere that's pretty populated in the morning, <sighs> and we just time it to see how long it takes for someone to come up and ask for a picture. <laughs> oh, oh my. he's just going to sit there. We just, yeah. He just walks in. He just walks in and stands. Okay. We already did this with the tour bus, basically, and that's they were true, like, and no one... are you our guide? He you know when he said he was his like, name. I'm Lunchbox. And they're like, lunch? It's what? like it's 9.30. Already, it's already lunchtime? <laughs> <laughs> he just know. goes, or he, he can do it in the middle of the day, too. Like at a very pop, who knows? Somebody may come right up to him and be like, hey, can I get a picture? Yeah, most likely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, We can I, gamble on how long it takes, but somebody has to be with him to make sure he's not lying. And you can't run around going, oh, I'm Lunchbox, or have a shirt on that goes, ask me for a picture. <laughs> no, just walk in, order something to eat, whatever. It doesn't have to be a restaurant. It can be. Okay. I mean, walking to a grocery we're, we're store. It can be. Listen, a lot of people come to Nashville and just walk down the street. Maybe, so it, maybe it's just lunchbox walking through public places. And okay. Stops them. Yeah, I think it's pretty funny. That's fine. I mean, I gotta just. I mean, if it's public, you know, I have to have my mask off. The problem is nowadays with masks, it's a little bit harder, but I still get recognized Stop. all the time. Yeah. Plenty of people don't wear a mask. You could. Now he's got. Now he's using an excuse. Now he's Fauci. He's like, <laughs> oh, no, no. All right. Here's Amy's pile of stories. I just thought this story was funny because uh, Florida put out a list of personalized license plates, like requests that got rejected. Oh, okay. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Well, someone asked if they could get T. Bundy. Ted Bundy? Yeah. Well, what if their real name was Tom. Tom Bundy? Well, sure. Yeah. Too bad. Timmy. Because um, it probably was. I bet that wasn't a Ted Bundy fan. <laughs> I bet it was somebody. Tom Bundy. That's not yeah. fair. <laughs> go ahead. Well, uh, drug man. What if the pharmacist? Yep, <laughs> that's probably exactly what he is. The okay. pharmacist. What about Because why one? would a drug dealer put that on his license plate? <laughs> they yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, what on. about N U U U U T S? Nuts. Oh, Bones would totally do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if they're a nut farmer? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's Luke Bryan's family? Nailed it, guys. <laughs> Peanuts. <laughs> Go ahead. What about four? The number ever sixty nine. I'd also do that. one. Another one, Bones would. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was somebody? Born in 1969 or went to Woodstock or love the Jets. They won the, or the Miracle Mets. Yes. You know? Uh, this one should have been allowed. Someone requested 2020 WTF. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that got rejected. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, there's a whole list that goes on and on. But those are there's just another one. I'm looking at them here. Uh, I fart. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, there's one V nasty. Oh, yeah, no. That's not. Good. And then it's white trash, but the S in white trash is a five. It's W H T R A five H. So what trash? Yeah. And then there's F A A A R T. Fart. That's so dumb. Classic Florida, am I right? Uh, and then there's also meth. The yeah. three is the E, though, and it's backwards. That's so. not cool. That's not That's nice. not <laughs> no, don't do that. What one. if they're a meth farmer? Okay. Then they're going to jail. Farmer? What do they call a meth dealer, meth grower, meth scientist, meth chemist? No. Okay. Hey, by the way, Florida, uh, Eddie and I will be there in March for Strawberry Fest yes. in Plant City, Florida. Get tickets at RagingIdiots.com. It's going to be a massive show. All right, what else? Okay, so if you want to get out of something, what's your go-to excuse? I have COVID. <laughs> That's not good. Stop it. I mean, we have read articles saying that people are using that more and more, no, even mine, if they don't. Let's you see. just leave. What do you mean get out of something? Okay, like well, if I'm in the middle of it or I just don't want to do it? A survey asked people for their go-to excuses when they want to get out of something. Like, for example, um, um, I'm too tired. I didn't sleep well last night. Something like that. Is it to not do it at all or I'm yeah. already involved in it? No. Like, to not oh, do it at easy. all. easy. I don't want to do it. Oh. <laughs> That's easy. Yeah. No, thank you. Okay. I'm very upfront. I don't... 
I don't want to do it. No, thank you. <laughs> well, the number one answer is the one I said. I'm too tired. Other excuses, especially right now, is it's too cold. I don't want to leave my house. I'm not going to go. And then um, in at number three, I forgot. <laughs> so you just tell people you didn't remember. Carly Pierce recently talked about the decision she made to... Uh, uh, talk about her divorce from Michael Ray, and she said she could have acted like it never happened, but that didn't feel right. So act like it never happened. It was <laughs> we all knew it happened. When they were dating. They were they put themselves everywhere on social media. They, yeah. they, the whole thing. Yeah, you can't act like it never happened. Yeah, it's probably why that didn't feel right to her. Yeah. And here's a clip of her talking about it on Country Heat Weekly podcast. I think that I had to make a decision when I went through a divorce. I could have acted like it never happened, mm-hmm. but that's not realistic and that's not how I can process things. And so I went 100% because I didn't want to give it half. And it opened me up so much to who I am. And I am more confident in myself. Crazy, her marriage helped her that career because it boosted them. They were both brand, I mean, artists that really were just kind of here trying to make their way. That boosted her. And then her divorce helped her too because then she wrote a bunch of songs about it. Yeah. Like for all you new artists that they're getting married and divorced. Stop. (laughs) Stop. She would probably not recommend that. It's very heartbreaking. Both helped her her career tremendously. Yeah, what's more important? (laughs) I don't know. That would be a good question for her. Like, which would you do now? Like, would you take it? I think she'd do the same exact same thing she did. Interesting. I think she, one, learned a lot as a person. And two, the dating, the marriage boosted both of their careers. The divorce way boosted her career. You know, speaking of Michael Ray, I'm still shocked. Even though I know Whiskey and Rain is him. Every time it comes on, I'm like, "Who is this? This is, oh yeah, this <laughs> yeah. is Michael Ray. Like, I mean, it's such a great song. I mean, I'm not multi week number something one. Doesn't sound. It's like a new him. sound for him. It's yeah. a different sound for him. Well, there are also 13 guys that sound exactly the same in country music that have hits, and you're like, I don't know which one of that is. Which one? You could do this copy paste with yeah. a lot of them. Some of them not. Like when Kane Brown sings, you know that's Kane Brown. For sure. Oh, he's a hit with the kids. Like, uh, they were, the, we were getting ready for the school dances last weekend and had a friend over and they were play, playlists, a fun time with the girls. And it was like, Kane Brown, Kane Brown this, Kane mm-hmm. Brown that. I was like, okay. By the way, Kane Brown on Friday. Kane oh, Brown here, yeah. Kane Brown there, Kane Brown everywhere. <laughs> I hope you're on the show Friday. Uh, some got, some of the male artists have dodged that in the past few years. Luke Combs dodged that for sure. He's the biggest thing in country music right now. Uh, but it's tough because some, some of these guys look alike, sound alike. At times they even talk alike. What a wild pair. <laughs> that's Patty Duke for yeah. those that don't know. Yeah. All right, is that it, Amy? Yeah, but maybe that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So picture it. There's 21 kids out to eat at a restaurant. <laughs> Foster kids at that. So these three moms, Haley Robach, Kayla Miller, and Brittany Ward, they decided to get together and go all out to eat. Together, they've got all these foster kids. They're averaging seven each, by the way. That's crazy. (laughs) And I think they have 25 total, but only 21 of them were out to eat. But they went to Toots West Restaurant in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And obviously, they took up like three huge tables and kids were everywhere. And when it came time for them to pay the bill, the waitress came over and said, oh, yeah, no, um, someone at the bar already paid for it. They overheard that, you know, these are foster kids and they wanted to pay it forward to you. And the person wants to remain anonymous. I'd have thought it was a field trip. Yeah. A school like field a school trip. Field trip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. But, they little, little gesture, but big, big impact there. For sure. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thanks for waking up and putting us on. Or if you're listening on the podcast, 
We really appreciate you hanging out. You could be anywhere in the whole world, but you're here with us. I do have a funny story. Raymundo thinks his hairdresser is pulling a fast one on him, which I never thought about this, but I think this fast one could have been pulled on any of us. I would have never thought a thing about it. Tell them what's happening. Yeah, so I've noticed, I've realized, I get it cut about once every two months, and the last three times I've gone to her, I've already gotten my hair cut. I go in, she gets it all finished up, and when she's done, she goes, yeah, I came in especially for you. I had the day off today. What a... great thing to say to get a bigger tip. And so, I mean, every time I'm like, well, I mean, I might as well give her $20. She made a special trip for me. And so I feel bad. And then finally on the last time, now I know she's for sure doing it. She goes, I ended up taking an earlier flight. I wanted to make sure that I was here in time just in case. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, she's really good. And I, I honestly believe that's what she's doing. Wait, you believe her every single time that she comes in just for you or takes an earlier flight to give you a haircut? No, that she wants it for the tip. Like she's, she's realized how to game the system through Venmo. Boy, you do it every week, though, or every time you get a haircut, we start to catch on. Yeah. But that's that's a great tactic. Yeah, and everybody should use that. You walk in after someone else, though. She, they're getting out of the chair, and she's like, no, I came in just for you. And you're like, no, there was just someone sitting there. That's not true. You were just cutting their you're hair. You're lying. But that's that's really good. Yeah, yeah. Because I would be like, oh, you did that for me? Let me bump that tip up a little bit. Amy? Um, I think she's he's probably getting played a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Did you get played a lot when you were single by girls? <laughs> What do you mean? Like with texting? They or would what? just say stuff and you believe them. No, I mean, I think, I don't know. I was on the radio and stuff like that. So I, a lot of my dating was public and stuff like that. I don't know how I was getting played. I would have called them out if they played me. Yeah. Ooh. No, no, no. I don't get played. I'm, sm- I'm smart, dude. <laughs> just like you're kind of calling her out now. But, if, but I mean, if a 55-year-old lady says she made a special trip in for my haircut, I'm like, well, let me give her an extra $10. Boy, why'd you put her on front about her age? It's huh? <laughs> older lady, huh? Dang. Uh, that's a good story, though. I'll yeah. be aware. Thanks for sharing that. Amy, joke time. Let's go. The Morning Corny. Why did the Invisible Man turn down a new job offer? Why did the Invisible Man turn down a new job offer? He couldn't see himself doing it. (laughs) (laughs) That was The Morning Corny. When you call the show, you'll talk to our phone screener, Abby. Abby moved to Nashville to be a singer. Didn't quite work out for her. In that way, but now you're with us, right? Right. You, sometimes you don't know the path you're supposed to be on until you're on it. Exactly. But you still like to dabble in performance. Uh-huh. So, Abby sang the national anthem in the studio. She then went and sang it at the St. Jude event for thousands of people. And Lunchbox, not that nice about it. No, he was not. I mean, I, I tried to help her by giving her a book to improve her singing because she needs a little bit of tweaking. She's pitchy and very... <laughs> Well, she now recorded a version, like an official version, to be sent off to our radio station, US61 in Norfolk, Virginia. And so we have the version. When did you record this, Abby? Uh, last week. Where? Went to the studio. I went to the recording studio that we did vacation part two in. With Ray? Yes. Okay. Can we hear it? Yeah, you want to hear it? How long is it? How long is it, Ray? It is a minute 30. Okay. Well, by the way, we have Dave Parker, our program director in Norfolk, Virginia, on too. <laughs> hey, Dave, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you this morning? Hey, pretty good. Have you heard this version yet? It's fantastic. Oh, you have heard it. Okay, we haven't heard it. We're going to listen to it together. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to put you back on hold for one second. We're all going to listen to Abby's uh, Star Spangled Banner, the national anthem. Remove my hat. Here we go. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we 
At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's regular The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave O'er the land of the free And the home of the brave Come on, Abby! It's good! Great job, Abby! Thank you! Let's go over to Dave Parker, our program director at US 1061 in Norfolk, Virginia. Now, Dave, is this good enough to make your airwaves? Not only is it good enough to play, I'm going to put that in constant rotation. Wow! 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 25 to 30 days. Wow! Wow! That's so cool. That's amazing. Thank you, Dave. How will you set it up? What will be the introduction? Like Abby Anderson from the Bobby Bone Show or Phone Girl? I think he just plays it. He'll just say this is a make a wish. No, 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 no. Oh my gosh. Hold on, hold on. Here we go. Stop. (laughs) Stop. You're such a jerk. I think. Hey, Dave, if I'm if I'm right, you just play the national anthem. You don't Be- you don't set it up every time. Um, there are times like there. We did a whole thing where local listeners would send in their rendition, so then I would talk into that. So probably the first couple of times I play it. Uh, I will talk into it just to give it some reference, uh, but after that, it'll it'll just be in constant rotation. Dang! Wow, Abby, what are your thoughts here? Uh, dream come true. Yeah. This is amazing. This Thank is, you. This is one of the best programmers in America saying right now that he's going to feature your national anthem on his radio station. I can't believe it. Andy said it has like Virginia has the most listeners, like in the military, right? That's right. It is. It is one of the biggest military bases on the planet. Wow. Yes. What? And, 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 you know, as because we play the national anthem every day, most of these versions are by, you know, major recording artists. And I will say, and at 100%, this is true, that Abby's version is significantly better than some of the versions I play by some of the top flight artists. Come on! Yay! Yay! Come on! Lunchbox, what would you like to say? First of all, what did you think of that version? I mean, auto-tune is amazing. I mean, auto-tune and reverb can make anybody sound like an angel, right? There was reverb, but <laughs> oh, there that's was a, normal. I mean, what? Well, but, but, I mean, it was like People reverb. sing with reverb Calm in here. Okay. Yes. But auto-tune, Why are you yelling right now? Hold on. Yelling. Auto-tune no yelling. is amazing. Like, Abby had that auto-tune on there, and no. she still sounded nasally. That's amazing. Okay. Let's, I let's, didn't hear let's auto-tune. Go, go in the very beginning. <laughs> it's like, wow. Why does every, everybody says I sound nasally? Everybody does. Uh, that's my voice. No. What that, do I what do I do about it? Well, that's nothing. That's nothing. That nothing is uniquely that's you. you. <laughs> people, that's told Luke, people told Luke Bryan his voice was a little too different too, and you know what? He made a huge career out of it. Yeah. Oh. Um, Willie Nelson, the most nasally guy out there. Blue eyes crying, <laughs> killing it. <laughs> right. Yes. yes. Okay. Abby, thought it was anything you want to say to Lunchbox's comments? Yes. You don't always have to. be. Can you just accept, like, finally accept that it is okay that it's that it's decent? 
No, I just said auto tune can it, it makes it, it sound better. It wasn't auto tuned, by the way. It wasn't auto. No, okay. there was Did some you guys reverb. Listen to that? Yes. I heard I mean, it. I, that was like a new person. It was like a robot singing. <laughs> no, that's how I sound when I'm not like nervous, when I'm just in my own When head. she's able to record. There's a lot of artists where live they get a little shaky, but recorded, they mm-hmm. like kill it, and it's awesome. And obviously you get the perfect cut, and you should. You want it. It's the national anthem. When and- Whitney Houston sang it, it was recorded. Yeah. At the Super Bowl. It was recorded. Mm-hmm. And they just lip sync to it. Don't compare Whitney Houston to Abby <laughs> ever again. <laughs> ever again. Well, this listen, is like, big news <laughs> from Dave Parker, our program director, US 1061, Norfolk, Virginia. He is featuring it. He's mm. playing it. Abby did a great job. Oh, thank you. Oh, Dave, you're awesome. Dave, Thanks thank so much. you for coming on the show with us, and thank <laughs> you for featuring Abby. Absolutely. And great job, Abby. Wait, when does it play for the first time? Oh, boy. When's it going to play? play? I'm going to burn it in the system today. I'll put it on the air on Thursday. <gasps> Thursday! Let's go! Yeah! All right, all right. All right, Dave, Thank have you. a good day, buddy. All right, see you. All right, see you later. Snoop Dogg's French Bulldog is missing. Snoop Dogg's dog is oh. gone. Snoop Dogg's dog. <laughs> yeah. On Monday, uh, which was a couple days ago, Snoop posted a missing dog flyer on his Instagram. Our dog Frank went missing January 30th in South L.A. Gray French Bulldog. If you see him, please DM me. The flyer shown in the post indicates the person who finds the dog will get a reward and includes additional information. But these French Bulldogs, it's crazy how people just want to steal them. Yeah, it's insane. This is what Lady Gaga had? Yeah. Too? Mm-hmm. This is from People Magazine, this. But I'm looking at his Instagram now. I mean, I guess you can't even let a French Bulldog run in the front yard if you're in a heavy populated area. No. I guess someone could just scoop it up and steal it. Yeah, I mean, did he, he? surely he knows how valuable his little bulldog is. Also, it's not like a car where people could steal it and then sell it for parts. Like, you can only sell the French Bulldog as is, so I feel like you could offer a big enough reward to get the French Bulldog back. Which, like, how did Lady Gaga's people get busted? Weren't they trying to sell it? A lady came forward and said, I think I found the dog. Oh, Mm. that's right. Mm -hmm. It randomly was tied right here, and people were like, well, how did you know that was exactly (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Well, what would I stumble into? (laughs) That, that, that's how. But that was crazy because they came and shot that dude. Yeah. And then took off with the dogs. I do have some calls. Some of these people are really upset. Tom in Virginia is on the phone. Hey, Tom, what's going on? Uh, good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Um, I'm just calling in about Abby and her performance of the national anthem. Yeah. Uh, one thing is I'm 58 years old, so I've heard a lot of renditions of the national anthem over the years. And hers is among the best I've ever heard. The best. <laughs> among wow. the best, Abby. Dang. I know, that's a lot. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I didn't say what he did. <laughs> and she should have she should have a recording contract. No, she shouldn't. Like <laughs> see this is okay. Oh, this Tom, guy, go ahead. He and Lunchbox, you are proof that they'll give anybody a degree in college. No, he doesn't, he doesn't have, have it. I don't have a degree. He's he quit. A I don't have a degree, short. man. He quit right before his degree. Yeah. Maybe may need to get those ears checked. Well, oh, now he he's didn't attacking hear that part. Oh, maybe he hasn't listened to the show when we've talked about that every once in a while. Do you think, Lunchbox, there's a jealousy issue uh-huh. for when anyone else on the show gets any sort of shine at all? And you're like, oh, I know. Why are they getting shine? No, I am just honest. And this guy calling in and saying he's, this, that was one of the best national anthems he's ever heard. He has you, the right to say no, that no, no, if he feels But then it. he is absolutely lying because he's heard Whitney Houston. He's heard Carrie Underwood. He's heard all the... I mean, that is nowhere near one of the... Guys... Admit it. That is not one of the best national anthems but you've I'm ever not heard. Arguing that. I mean, it's uh, and then he's he like, says, admit it. She <laughs> didn't win a Grammy. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay you're Bobby, right. Should she should she have a record deal? 
if if stop, listening. No, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> no, no, there is no chance. He's so passionate about this. It's because someone else is getting praised. No, on the it's show. because people. Do you ever deal with that with your kids when you go to somebody, one of the other kids, and you give them something, or like, yes. you did great. They're like, whoa, 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 what about Absolutely. Me? That's why I feel like when I come to work, I never get away from it because he's just like my kid. No, it's just being honest with people. Except for he's She 40. didn't ask. <laughs> oh, she did. She put this out here and no, she no, wants she feedback. she didn't go, hey, guys, would you please tell me if this sucks or is good? She said, I recorded this because the station said if I recorded it, they would play it. She didn't go, please give me an Uber rating. Well, she doesn't want my Uber rating. No. No one does. Doesn't. Yes. Uh, Tom, thank you, buddy. 10-4 and uh, quit being so jealous. That's why you don't get anything, Lunchbox. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not jealous of that. I mean, she sounds about as good as me. Okay. Okay. About as good as you, so not as good as you? <laughs> I mean, jeez. Uh, Rhonda in North Carolina. <laughs> I'd like to put Rhonda on the phone. Hey, Rhonda, thank you for calling. Hey, good morning, crew. Well, mm. almost. Mm. <laughs> I wanted to call. I've never called the show. Thank you. And say what an amazing rendition of the Star Spangled Banner that she performed. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was great. And Lunchbox, he is crass anyway, but he is so rude and so jealous. And anybody else gets any fame, he's always arguing about it. And his commercials are horrible. Oh, his oh. commercials. Oh. Okay. Go ahead. Please talk about this for a second. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear this. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Rhonda, we oh. love we, we Wait. love we love where we're going now. I mean, I feel bad for his. No, don't even worry about it. Okay, go, Rhonda, go ahead. Sounds like when he <laughs> says, "Do you have joint pain?" He's screaming during the entire yeah. commercial, and I turn the channel every time. Wow, that's not good. Hey, well, you or give him a call. Hey, will say, oh no, lunchbox is on. Turn it. He's so rude. I'm just telling you, Rhonda, you might want to go see QC Kinetics. They'll, get, they'll help you out, get you moving pain-free again. <laughs> oh, I'm pain-free, except when you make comments like that. Oh! <laughs> Shot fired. Yeah. All right. Dang, oh Rhonda 2, Lunchbox 1. Is she going to walk away with the championship no, I mean, listen, you, you tell me not to yell at people, so I'm not going to yell at her. No, I mean, you don't do anything we say. I know. I'm, I'm going to try to respect my elders. I mean, like... Rhonda here, listen. Rhonda, you have bad ears. I understand. Maybe get an ear appointment. If you think Abby's oh national anthem was great and, and that my commercials are bad, you need to get your ears checked. It's cool. Well, here's here's the thing, Lunchbox. Okay, Hers here we go. was totally acoustic. No, no music, no anything. No, no. Your sure. commercials are fine-tuned before they go on the air. Oh, and added auto tune. That's true. Rhonda, do you think Rhonda, Rhonda, hold on, Rhonda. I, I want you're in a delusional world right your now. You don't are think edited. that? Hold on, your commercials are edited. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Okay. That, oh, yeah, I'm gonna say they're edited. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna tell me that national anthem wasn't edited, Rhonda? You think she, that was just one take, Jake, and that there was no editing done and there was no things added to her voice? Or do you really think that, Rhonda? I really think. She oh, you're, you're, let her finish. You're yelling over her, Rhonda. Sorry, you really think what? I think that her talent is amazing. Yeah, that's not and what I, I think asked. That anytime somebody else gets a little sunshine on their name, Lunchbox goes eight. <gasps> hey, drop that. Drop that. <laughs> Do we drop it? <laughs> you can't. Hey, hold on. You can't say the S word, Rhonda. 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 You've really been a great call so far, but you can't. You can't curse. Uh, you can't. Do we drop it? Yeah, we got it. Good. Can, can I just tell you something? Yeah, Rhonda, you can't say that. Rhonda, hold, just on, hold on, hold on. Let's take a deep breath. 
Rhonda, we're not going to hang up on you because that was uh, not on purpose. But you can't say the S word, okay? Or any other bad word. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. No. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. You're good. That's why we're Keep keeping it classy. You um, <laughs> okay, let's say Lunchbox goes crazy. Okay, yeah. very yeah, yeah. good. But here, Rhonda, what you just did is you went politician. I asked you a question, and you just went all the way around it without even answering the question. Do you not think Abby's national anthem was edited? Everything's edited. Okay, so so you saying my commercials are edited, and then oh boy, oh boy, your your argument was my commercials are edited. The national anthem was it, and then I I, think her argument was your commercials are also edited. No, no, she said your commercials aren't good, even edited. Oh well, (laughs) I think that's her. That's maybe what she wanted to say, but that's not what she said. Okay, hey Rhonda, we 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 love that you called. Yeah, you're the caller of the day so far. And thank you for listening. Love you guys. Thank you. Lunchbox, let somebody else have, you know, some of the spotlight. Okay, Rhonda. So when your kids do something bad, like when they're not good at something, you tell them they're great at something? It actually was really good, Oh, no, we don't get participation trophies. Well, that's what we're doing here. No, No, we're not. It was really good. In your opinion, and you're yelling. It was really good. It was was a participation. Right. Why can't everyone has different feelings and thoughts about singers and performers and who they like and who they don't like. No, tell Rhonda that. Because she's yelling saying. at me for my opinion. Yeah, but you're yelling no, at you're her for mean. hers. She just cursed at me for having she an opinion. She didn't curse at you. She cursed. <laughs> she, I wasn't she told me I was you. a little piece of... No, she, no, she didn't. did not. <laughs> yeah. No, she didn't. It's not what she said. <laughs> she I actually had a she dream a couple nights ago that we had to use the delay. Whoa. Which is wild. Oh. We haven't had to use them forever. And I meant to reach out to Scuba Steve and go, hey, the delay still works, right? Hey, well, d- now we know. Isn't that deja vu? Yeah, it, dude, it's wild because I haven't thought about the light in so long. <laughs> and I just had a dream two nights ago. It's wow. like you knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Yeah, we knew Rondo. What was else have you lie. dreamt about? You don't want to know. Oh, boy. Oh, great. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you for all those calls. Well, we have Tell Me Something Good coming up Good. in just a few minutes. So we'll hit some positivity. We're going to do the news coming up a little later. <laughs> Um, we'll grab some more calls as well. You guys can call us. I don't want to spend all day harping on this, but I will encourage people, if you missed a segment, go to our podcast later today, download the Bobby Bones show, and you can hear Because we can put the national anthem in the podcast. Yeah, we got it. We're Nobody good. owns that and song. That's royalty-free. Yeah. We don't have to pay any money on <laughs> that. She gave us the uh, permission to post it. So okay, good. okay. Uh, Bobby Bones show after the show, and hear that bit, and hear Abby's version of the national anthem. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Ryan Lighton is working out at the gym in California, getting the bench press on. When all of a sudden he hears a bunch of yelling and screaming, he takes his earbuds out, and some guy had collapsed on the floor. He's unconscious, unresponsive, and he's like, man, I'm in the Navy. I've done life-saving drills before. Hops over, puts the bench press down, you know, go, who, who, who. 15 minutes worth of CPR, got the guy breathing again. That's a long time. I mean, 15 minutes got to feel like an hour oh, when that's man. happening. And oh. at what point do you stop? Uh, he said he was going to keep going until paramedics arrived. And when oh, they that's arrived, what, okay. Yeah. Got and it. And he just kept going, hoo, hoo, hoo. For 15 minutes. Saved his life. That guy is so lucky. One, that he was there, and two, he didn't stop. Yeah. He, can t- for 15 minutes, continued to do that. Awesome story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? Thank you for being here. You could be anywhere in the whole world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Let's go to the news. Bobby's Big Stories. I hate winter. I hate winter. I hate cold. That dang groundhog, whatever it did to be more winter, it happened. Yeah, six more weeks. (laughs) Whatever he did. It's all stupid, right? But I feel like I need to talk about it because it's talked about everywhere. Uh, Puxatani Phil predicted six more weeks of winter. It. I. I just. I hate cold. 
There is nothing about cold that I like. I don't even think about going on a vacation. If someone says, let's go skiing. I'm like, in the cold? <laughs> yeah. Well, what a about water like- skiing, I would, but at this point, I'd rip a groin. For sure. Yeah. What about like a, building a fire and cozying up because the winter weather? Okay, but here's the thing about that. What? If it's winter weather, that's what you can do to make it a little bit better. But it's, no. Oh, I like that vibe. I, I don't mind winter. What if it snows, like, and it's pretty yeah. outside? Yeah, winter wonderland. I just hate winter. Okay, okay. Yeah, too. I'm over it. And everybody in the Northeast just went through that big Nor'easter. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that's You hard. see the one story where the kids, they were in college, they left a window open, they left right before the storm, and then they came back home and their whole dorm was covered <laughs> in snow? Oh, no. no. Hilarious. <laughs> I mean. They, she, like, went to spend time with her boyfriend, and she came back, and it was like, uh, it's a winter wonderland inside of her dorm room. I mean, so funny. So anyway, uh, winter, 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 winter. Uh, after all the controversy, Adele's Las Vegas residency may be off for good. Adele's Caesars Palace residency may be canceled. All preparations for the production have ended and the sets have been removed from the Coliseum Theater. Wow. Wow. So apparently now they're talking with the Raging Idiots about doing a residency. Really? Well, okay. we're negotiating hard, yeah, though. Yeah, it's only the lobby before you walk in. <laughs> <laughs> it's Eddie and I. Uh, but yeah, she may not, they may not do it at all now. How that's turned. That means there was some really, like, back... Like I told you. Yes. They were arguing about some... Yes. Like us. I knew when she cut it the day before, it wasn't why. Mm -hmm. They cut it the day before. That's from page six. Shortly after the Bengals' overtime win this past weekend, Roger Bacon High School principal Steve Shad announced there'll be no school on the Monday after the Super Bowl. Yes. So in Cincinnati, they're like, hey, you're all going to be watching the game anyway. It's a big day for us. I mean, that's cool. The Cincinnati school board member put in a request for the district to take off Super Bowl Monday. The district said yes. So there you go. I think it should be a holiday. There should be a couple holidays that we don't have now. First of all, when we vote, everybody should have off work to go. Because a lot of people can't go vote because they have to work. And voting is the number one thing that we should be doing. Right? So that should be a federal holiday. Election day. Number two, Super Bowl Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about the other team, the... Rams, you think now their school district's like, hello, hey, we get off Monday? They're in LA's pretty big. They're in LA, though. (laughs) And, you know, LA's pretty jaded by everything. Their Uh, fans don't really even like the team. Yeah, they'll be more Cincinnati. I take that back. There will be more Cincinnati fans, but a Super Bowl is weird because it's not a real rabid environment for fans. Okay. Mostly it's just hoity toity fancy people who are like, I'm going to a Super Bowl more than I'm going to root for my team. But the Cincinnati fans, they're -hmm. pretty hardcore. Uh, That's from WCPO.com. And finally, on a flight to Virginia, a woman gives birth. Oh, my gosh. From- She's flying from another country to Virginia. She gave birth to a healthy baby boy on a transatlantic flight to the United States. United Airlines is a doctor and a nurse on board helped safely deliver the baby. The delivery was uneventful other than being at 30,000 feet. That's crazy. She got so lucky a doctor was on board. What would you do in the situation if you were, let's say, seven rows ahead of her, and you? she's like, I'm having a baby. And doctor, would you be... Rubberneck, I mean, like over there. Or would you put your headphones on and go to sleep and check <laughs> no, in I'm, later? I'm checking. I'm watching. I'm I'm a, I'm all in. Do you need help? And they said no. Please sit the, in your seat and be quiet. Okay, and then I'd sit in my seat and be quiet. But would you keep looking over your shoulder? Yeah, I'm not going to be able to watch a TV show if a woman seven rows behind me is giving birth on an airplane. I would be. Which can't wherever you're flying over, can't you claim residency? 
Ooh, good Wherever, question. Um, I don't know. She's over the ocean, so is she aqua? <laughs> <laughs> she, I can't, she can I vote in the ocean. Or an Aquaman. <laughs> or she, because she was coming to the United States, now that baby, wherever she was coming from, I don't know where Maybe she lives. Maybe it's closer. Where? Maybe she's from America and she's flying back. But then, like, why do you fly that close, that long of a flight to give birth when you're that pregnant? Don't you have to have a special note from the doctor? She could have been a few months early. Oh, healthy baby. Mm. Yeah, a few weeks early, not months. Dang. Well, you could be seven months early. I mean, you could be seven months pregnant and have a baby. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, so yes, I would imagine she wasn't flying at nine months. Yeah. If I'm just guessing. It wasn't in the story, but all right, that's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. About an hour and a half ago, Eddie was given his lacy underwear. Mm-hmm. You haven't put them on yet? No, not yet. Well, during this break, you need to go put them on. Already? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why? We need to hear them on you. Hear them? How are you going to do that? We're going to walk back in the room clothes <laughs> with them on. Okay, well, they're not going to make noise. No, well, but we need to hear him talk about the experience. <laughs> oh, okay. so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Eddie lost a wheel spin. This might be the so dumbest ago. one we've ever done. And then these, these lacy men panties came in. They're marketing to <laughs> men now. So Eddie has to wear them for three days. So you need to go to the bathroom. Right now? Yeah. Okay. Do your thing. Put them on. <laughs> I don't need to do my thing. You I do. just put them on. Put them on and then come back and we want to hear all about it. Cool. So awesome, man. Cool. We don't have to go right now. What if they're the most comfortable thing you've they ever won't worn? Be. Have you seen them? What they will not wa- be. What if it to- changes your whole vibe and you come in more confident, feeling good? That's true. We'll see. That's true. What are your thoughts on them? They're they're ugly and, and they're lacy and they're like... I mean, they're girly. They're not that bad. Like, I, I've never worn lacy things, so it's going to feel weird. And they're big. It's <laughs> a lot of things, man. A lot, of, a lot of formula right now for them not to be cool. Alberta in New York, you are on the show. Thank you for calling, Alberta. Hi, Alberta. Sorry, we were trying to find the phone line. You there, Alberta? Alberta? Yes, I'm here. What's going on with you? Well, I turned 66 last month, and I love the grandma song. I would love to hear it. And I don't need an EpiPen, but if I did, my grandsons would be sure to be carrying it. Fanny pack. Yeah. Oh, she's she's referencing two raging idiots. Two of them. That's pretty cool. All right. uh, Yeah. Uh, Instant request. Eddie, go put on the panties. Okay. They're not panties. <laughs> they are. No, we wear panties for they're three They're actually days. boxer briefs. Oh, you're a panty wearer. Okay, lacy briefs. Yeah. Can, do you think oh, you can boy. put them on in two minutes? Or, or Yes, Bones. I can put them on in 30 seconds. Yes. But you have to pull your pants off. I get it. Okay. I know how to put on underwear. Don't come in with underwear over your pants. I will not. Okay. They need to be touching. Touching oh. what? Yeah. You're touching. Okay. What's yeah. wrong with you right now? <laughs> Eddie did a wardrobe. Eddie did a Reba McIntyre wardrobe change during that. Fast. He ran out, came in with his... Underwear he was wearing, holding it up, which is gross. What do you mean? Just put yeah. them away. This whole thing is gross. What's it feel BT like? Double. What's it feel like? Honestly, dude, I don't. I don't feel anything. <laughs> it feels like I'm going commando. Now, 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 they're shorter than I thought. Like you know, I'm used to boxer briefs going out a little bit down my thigh. These do not. These go all the way up. Do you feel lacy? I don't feel it. Do you feel sexy? A little bit. Yeah. See? Like, like it feels like I'm Lunchbox not wearing... Lunchbox and I start wearing them now. <laughs> I mean, Eddie is He's smiling ear to ear like he is enjoying this. Like, this is the best thing that's ever happened It's just to him. weird because it feels like I'm wearing nothing. And I've never had that feeling before. Very interesting. You're smiling. <laughs> yes. I mean, he is like, like a, a creep right now. He okay. is. Hold I on. It's weird. weird right now. I feel We'll weird. come back in a second. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's now a genderless reptile. At least that's what he looks like. He's done so much to himself. Mm-hmm. Like... I would say work, but it's like crazy He's surgeries. Altered his entire being. 
Yeah, he's a former L.A. banker. He's on a mission to fully transform himself into a reptoid after spending, spending thousands of dollars on body modifications. Formerly known as Richard Hernandez, he spent more than $60,000 on castration. Oh, oh that's so that's good. done. Ear removal, tongue splitting, and 18 horn implants. What? He's also planning to... Is this the, same per- is this the new name of this person? Tiamat Lesion Medusa is also planning to undergo a penis removal, oh. teeth removal, what? and would like to get more tattoos to morph to completely reptilian. The 60-year-old said, people think that modified people, especially those who go to great extremes or look like something in a sci-fi film, are losers and dumb as dirt. I have just never seen anything like this before. I wonder why. I wonder what was happening in his life that he thought, he has horns in his head. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. There had to be some sadness there in some way. Yeah, he wanted to completely abandon yeah. self and move into this. And I feel bad for him. Yeah. More than going, hey, loser, I'm oh. I'm going. All those surgeries, I mean, that can't. That's just a weird, wild story. Very. You looking at it? Yeah, that is real weird. Hey, he's an older guy, huh? Yeah, 60. 60. Mm-hmm. I mean, I partied with one guy on New Year's. He had uh, split his tongue because he wanted to be like a lizard, and he had <laughs> tattoos all over his face and his ears. Listen, I, I don't know what this guy's going through, uh, yeah. but I know some of the surgeries sound extremely painful. Splitting of the tongue. Uh-huh. Uh, that, Very that, painful. That doesn't feel oh. good. Removal. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Of the... Yeah. Oh, that, goodness. That's, that's tough. Yeah. I mean, and he, he has his eyes tattooed like the Lone Ranger... Like he has a mask tattooed oh, over mask, his eyes, yeah. and then horns put in his head. His tongue is split. I don't like to look at the tongue because it's, it is crazy. Split, I can't. But it I can't look, look at. at the photo. It's interesting. You saw Lone Ranger. I saw um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Oh, they have a mask too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but his is black, and I guess that's why I thought <laughs> oh, okay. Lone Ranger. Morgan, do you even know who the Lone Ranger is? I, not off the top of my head. No. Mm-mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. You're how old? I'm 28. And the Lone Ranger really wasn't cool when I was a kid, but I would watch it on Nick at Night. It was black and white. They did make a new Lone Ranger movie, I believe, with Antonio Banderas. Oh, that's and right. And Hammer. Yeah. But I didn't watch that. But no idea who. And the Lone Ranger. And Tonto. Was Tonto yeah, his Tonto. Buddy? Nothing. No. I, like, I'm thinking of Zorro. Is that is that? Well, Antonio Banderas did play Zorro in a movie. Yeah. So there's that similarity. <laughs> and he wears a mask. Yeah. It's weird that just 10 years, and I guess in our case, 12 years, it separates... So much pop culture. Like, if I... Yesterday, we are talking about those songs from the 90s. Did you know Nine Days, Story of a Girl? Yeah, I knew them. I also, like, I had that kind of alternative pop runk phase, I guess you could say. Pop runk? Yeah, you rock. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, runk, what's that? <laughs> yeah, I had that phase, so I did listen to a lot of that music. So I think it, too, depends on what I was exposed to. Do you know Dave Matthews? Know them, yes. Not a lot of their songs, no. If he walked in, would you know who he was? Yes, because we'd prepare for it. If I saw him on the street, no. No, that's what I'm saying. If no, he right walked now. in right now, if we walked five guys in, would you know who Dave Matthews was? No, probably not. Wow, that's crazy. And it's just a generational thing. Yeah. And if if Morgan was looking at some picture on her computer of some kid in, with abs, like walking out of, I don't know, some Hollywood kid. I don't know who these people are. Yeah, the young ones. Or TikTok. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I see them on TikTok, but I scroll off of them immediately because I feel bad about myself. <laughs> Well, you shouldn't compare yeah, yourself to a uh, but I child. Do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> You're 41. Yeah, I do, though, still. All, I compare myself to all children. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm being told by the fact checkers on the show that Antonio Banderas did not play 
Zorro? No, he did play Zorro. Oh, he did not play the, in The Lone Ranger. <laughs> okay. That that was Johnny Depp. Ah. It's a lot to remember. I don't know anything about movies. It's <laughs> a long time ago. About movies. Uh, okay, coming up, I'm going to give you these sayings. Pardon my French. You know the root of that? No. Selling like hotcakes. Okay. Well, I'm going to go through a lot of these and tell you where they actually come from. And they're all going out of style anyway. But we looked up, like, why do people say selling like hotcakes? I have no idea. <laughs> like, why, why Why do you think? Well, I have a guess for part of my French. Because the curse words sound like French? Oh. No, just people were somewhere and they were trying to speak French and they couldn't quite get it down. <laughs> pardon my French. <gasps> I don't know. I'll be surprised if that's Oh, it. <laughs> I guess you use that for bad words. What? Yes, pardon, pardon my, French. my French. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, that's what you were literal? <laughs> Okay, well, hold on. We'll, we'll come back in a second. Go to break. All these sayings are going extinct. Over half of people under 50 would never say these. So I have the saying. Tell me if you say it, and then I'll tell you what it means. Okay. Uh, what the root is. A flash in the pan. You're like, ah, oh, that's flash in the pan. I don't say it, but... Do you know what it means? No. Is it like... It's like something that shows up quickly. It's like, wow, and then disappears. Okay. Like, that's a flash in the pan. Here's the origin. The term flash in the pan originated sometime during the late 17th century when flintlock muskets were used. An attempt to fire a musket that resulted in gunpowder flaring up, but no ball firing was a flash in the pan. I did not think that. I was thinking how you sear tuna. But I don't know. (laughs) Dead as a doornail. Uh, I mean, that might come out of me occasionally. No. Dead? I I don't don't know. I don't know. you, I don't think so. I've never heard you say that. You haven't? Like, what would you be? What would you even think you might say that about? That, well, uh, he's as dead as a doornail. Yeah, right? like something is extremely dead. Yes. As, as dead as a doornail. I don't think so. You don't say that. I don't think so? No. Like Betty White. Well, no, well, you would not she's say dead that. As a you wouldn't say that. You I know, but I'm just that. giving you an example. Like, she's for <laughs> sure dead. That can't be what they use it for. Uh, the term dead as a doornail was used back in the 1500s by William Shakespeare and in Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, it was thought that the phrase dead as a doornail comes from the manner of securing doornails that were hammered into a door by clenching them. That still makes no sense. I don't even know what a doornail is. Okay, well, I guess because once it's in, it's in, it's it's dead. Here's one that I might say occasionally. Beating a dead horse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've said that. And it means? Well, you keep going at it. Like, if the horse is dead, stop beating it. Yes, nice. You just used it in the description (laughs) of it. But yes. Uh, the origin to beat a dead horse comes from the mid-19th century when the practice of beating horses to make them go faster oh. was often viewed as acceptable. To beat a dead horse would be pointless as it wouldn't go anywhere. Uh-huh. Right. Gotcha. Toe the line. Oh, you're like close to it? You're towing the line? Like tiptoeing on it or something like that? She's to- You're towing the line of... You mean like tipping the iceberg? Breaking the wall. What do you think toe the line means, Eddie? Oh, no idea. No, like the actual meaning. If I go, hey, I'm going to toe the line. Yeah, like Amy says, you're walking a fine line kind of thing. Meaning either to confirm or to conform to a rule or standard. (laughs) Way off. (laughs) Uh, The most likely origin is the wooden deck ships of the Royal Navy. Barefooted seamen had to stand at attention for inspection and had to line up on the deck along the seams of the wooden planks. That's a stupid one. Okay. (sighs) Steal my thunder. Ooh, that's a good one. I would take, well, Lunchbox does it all the time. He yeah. feels like people do this yeah. to him. He has to pull someone's attention. What yeah. do you think that comes from? I have no idea. They're all like 1500. They're yeah. all stupid. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Back in the day. Yeah. Uh, it's an incident which a playwright named John Dennis devised a thunder machine for his play 
a few days later, someone else stole it and did it for a different one. You're like, oh, hey, you're stealing my thunder. Wow, that's oh, kind of cool. Uh, be there or be square. Oh, be there or... Like, if you're not here, you're a loser. Yeah, right? yeah. exactly. But only the cool people. Um, and I've said that. It's like, be there or cool. It, it appears to be the jazz scene of the 1940s. It derives from the slang use of the word square, meaning conservative or conventional. Hmm. Uh, one more. Uh, cool as a cucumber. Ooh, it's, I use that one. Yeah. You still use that one? Yeah. You chill. Uh, it's a poem by a, uh, by a British poet named John Gay. Cool as a cucumber could see the rest of womankind. I don't know. These are even written too eloquently for me to explain. <laughs> uh, raining cats and dogs. It just means it's raining a lot. Mm-hmm. Cats and dogs. Old English. Yeah. Good. All right. Ooh, those were good. <laughs> Throw the paper away. <laughs> I felt like we had something there. I think we only kind of got to it. Uh, let's go over and talk to John in Florida. Hey, John, what's going on, buddy? Hi. How, how's everybody in the studio today? We're doing pretty good, good man. Question for you. Lunchbox's job on the show is what, other than being Mo from the Three Stooges, negative and always trying to scam someone? Let's ask him. Lunchbox, what is your job on the show? Uh, my job on the show is to give my opinions. That's what my job on the show is to do. And so if you don't like my opinions, you find them negative, then you just don't agree with me because some people agree with me and they think, oh, that's the right opinion. I feel like he didn't have to get defensive sounding there. He could have been like, well, actually, my role on the show is I'm co-host and I also do a lot of street bits and from time to time share my opinion, prank calls, come up with funny things like... You're, yeah, like, well, I mean, this guy called in basically to say that you do nothing on the show. So but that's I when was you share with him what because, you do. So I was just letting him know he's annoying. But, <laughs> oh, you have so much to learn. Just so but, much but, to learn. I mean, like, but he's old. Andy. I know, he's but it's learning. like, can't I mean, teach old dog new tricks. But really, well, I'm from 1312s. What's the origin? The famous French poet, yeah. Bob I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. Really ask him. He but was calling you, in. To, he was calling this. in to be insulting, so okay. I was annoyed already. Okay, we don't have to yell, but like practice just telling him literally what you do for the show. I mean, like, it doesn't matter what I, I, I mean. Do like, like a job interview, because if you go in a job, okay. job interview and say what you said, it's It's a not different good. caller. Hey, Lunchbox, I'm a big fan. What do you do for the there show? You Man, go. you know what I mean? I bring the positivity, you know? No, you don't. That's <laughs> a lie, though. <laughs> you don't. John, anything you want to say back to him? No, uh, he said it all on the air. Um, we're going to change his name to Mo. Mo from the Three Stooges. Mo. Mo. All right, John. Appreciate that. Wait, wait. Can, can you ask John? Did, was he you calling? You can ask him. John. Your microphone. It, it was right John. Yeah, John. John, were you calling in to insinuate that I do nothing? Is that what you were calling to pretty much say? No. I just I just wanted to know what you are doing, if you were a producer or what, because I don't all I hear nothing. is negative comments out of you. Um, now the insults. You know, I think the Star Spangled Banner that was just on the, you just had on the air was Excellent. Me too. Uh, I've been in the military for 31 years. Oh, thank you. And You're that's what I do presently. Um, but, you know, the negativity, everybody else is positive and you're negative all the time. Okay. And always trying to scam someone. No, well, that part's true, to, too. Wow. The yeah. scamming part has nothing to do with it, but yes, he's always <laughs> trying to scam someone. Here, John, you want me to say something positive about the national anthem? It was better than Roseanne Barr. It wasn't the worst of all time. There you go. Are you happy? Abby's was really good. Hey, yeah. John, thank you for your call, buddy. Thank you. You don't think you're negative all the time? No. I have a story here. Shaquille O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal spots a boy crying and buys him new st- sneakers. Oh, that's awesome. Of course he does. And of course it gets on the news. I mean, this, Shaq is so annoying. Negative. 
Like him and The Rock. Who's more annoying, him or The Rock? I like them both, I'll be honest. Okay, so uh, what Shaq happened? saw a boy crying while standing by a checkout line and said, Hey, what's up? <laughs> the boy explained he got in trouble for not listening to his father while being in the store. And so not, he rewards him for being bad in the store and gives the him the shoes. I mean, me? Shaq, the dad is doing his job. You Maybe Shaq the boy like, Zion explained that he got in trouble for not listening to his dad and Zion's Instagram post about the encounter, he says, Shaq said, Go give your dad a hug and tell him you're sorry. Boom. So he did. When Shaq asked the boy what he got in the store, he said a coat. That's when Shaq helped Zion pick out two pairs of shoes. Then he paid for them, the coat, and a pair of socks, and uh, talked to the dad. It's from inspiremore.com. See, he had him go uh, hug his dad, make things right, and then... Why are you you slamming him? I'm going to tell you what happened in the store, and I'm going to tell you as a dad what happened in that store. That kid wanted shoes, and the dad said no. So the kid threw a fit. Maybe they start- couldn't afford shoes. He didn't. That's then you're you're adding something. No, you're adding you're something. Adding, you're adding your whole thing there. is you're adding to the no, story. Do not, do not take my narrative and change it. No, but you made up a narrative and you said I'm making something up. <laughs> okay, but go but ahead. Let him say. This is what happened. The kid was dad was like, you need to act right. No, I'm not gonna act right. I want those shoes. We can't. We we don't want. We can't afford those shoes. Wah! So he throws a fit. So the dad says, you can't get the shoes. So Shaq rewards him for throwing a fit and not listening to his father. I mean, that's just not right. Amy, your your hands are your fingers on your because tippiness. the key the, he's leaving out of this narrative something that's actually in the news story, which is that Shaq had a talk with him and had him go over and hug his dad and probably explain Apologize. things that we don't know in the article. Like, hey, you know, this is your dad. Like, y'all can have this. Is what you need to go do, go make it right. Like, and then he hooked him up. It wasn't like, oh, you're crying. You were yelling at your dad. Here's some sneakers. That's that's like Shaq seeing Eddie in the store at uh-huh. a restaurant, right? And his kid is only eating bologna sandwiches. And Shaq comes up and goes, man, I'm going to buy you a steak. And he's like, nah, man, my dad said I can't. And he goes, go hug your dad, and then I'll buy you the steak. I mean, no, you're overruling his parenting. <laughs> I'd be no, mad about that. <laughs> but I'm saying, you're, 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 but Eddie. you made up a whole story about what the dad did Correct. in parenting. So all of, your, <laughs> right. all of your arguments based on a story you made up. We don't know why the kid was crying. We don't know if his dad said he couldn't afford it, couldn't have it, he'd been bad. That We it, don't know that. It, it said he was misbehaving in the store. And he made him go apologize. We don't even know that he wanted you. And probably said, hey, kid, we got to behave. Let's pull it together. You can do this. And I think if the dad said, no, we're not buying him anything, Shaq would have said, okay, I got it. And now, while we're Shaq- making things up, Shaq probably said, and every time you wear these shoes, I want you to remember, like, use your manners, behave, respect your parents. So you're just making, you could well, be making well, that up. We all made everything <laughs> up. That's I just the point. I was making My only story was Shaq did something nice and Lunchbox threw a fit. Scuba, can you get Shaq on the phone so Lunchbox can yell at him? <laughs> one, one, once, what, a long time ago, I, I was talking about if I were standing next to Shaq at a urinal, that I would, I'm just, Shaq is huge that I would peek, right? Mm-hmm. And somehow that got to him and he was talking about that on a podcast. He was like, yeah. Doug got the freak. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember that? We I'm played not, the Shaq audio. I mean, I, he was on a podcast. He was going... No, oh, that guy's a freak. It's I don't up. remember. It's messed up. Yeah, he re- he commented on it. Uh, yeah, that's something you shouldn't do. That's my boy. Um, the year of the tiger, Chinese New Year, and I mostly would not care because I don't know anything about this. But Scuba Steve is on cloud nine. Oh, yeah, apparently, he's, he's the year of the tiger. Yeah. That is me. Yeah. Oh my god. What does that mean? So the Chinese calendar very similar to zodiac, but they do theirs for every year. Zodiac's once a month. So for me, it's the tiger, and um, and when it's your year. There's a lot of good luck usually in the year for you. For me, example, my year is to be bold and things will pay off from it. 
So is your year based on the year that you were born? Correct, yes. So every single person that was born in the year that you were born is going to have a bold payoff year? Yes, 100%. Every single person? Every, if, they, if they believe into it and manifest it, it will happen, yes. My year is the year of the monkey. What's that? It? That's 80? Yeah. It's, Did, uh, has that come and gone? Were you bold that year? It happens every 12 years, so it's come and Boy, gone. Well, this is yeah. the lamest horoscope ever. You have to wait a year to look at, <laughs> look at your horoscope. Uh, but yes, to be a tiger means you're powerful. Is that you, Scuba? That's me. I'm very powerful. Rebellious? I'm rebellious, yeah. And dynamic. I'm very dynamic. Anybody can insert themselves in any of these words. Mm-hmm. I, not necessarily, I don't think. I feel and like it, it's it's my it's my trait based on me in the year that I was born. I'm not powerful. Sure you are in many ways. What? You're powerful in just admitting you're not powerful. There's real power and vulnerability. Interesting. Boom. Oh my god. See, so he just turned every oh. word. Okay. Well, that's interesting. But what's I also guess. really cool here's, is here's my personality according to the stupid calendar. Sharp, you smart. Are. Yeah. Yes. And naughty. Oh, oh yes! You're a little naughty. Yeah, when you <laughs> no, get, not naughty. I'm bothered. Very naughty. When you're bored, you're uh-huh. naughty. You oh, you mean naughty. like I get in trouble, like I, yeah. I cause trouble. Yeah, see, trouble. you were thinking a different kind of naughty, see? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I Amy did the same thing you did. Turn naughty into a, yeah. Something that actually fits you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I should be naughtier, bro. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, like, Scoob, what were you saying before I cut you off? I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, so even though it's not your year, you still get some sort of like a fortune for you for that year. So what year are you? He's this year. I know, but... Uh, 1974. Okay, 74. Yeah. 74? <laughs> How old are you? That's a lie, right? Please tell me that's true. <laughs> it comes He's out that Scuba's really? one of the oldest, and Eddie's Please? been suffering by this. Tell me that's true. There's no we way. We gotta go to break. We gotta go there's to break. No, there's no Is way. Is it really? True. No, there's no way. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Auburn, Maine. A 39-year-old woman showed up at the jail to bail someone out. So she goes, here's the $2,000, hands on the money. They're like, oh, ma'am, that's counterfeit money. So she takes off running to her car. Police get her out of the car, and they find a bunch of drugs, weapons. And so she got arrested for drugs and counterfeit money. (laughs) I mean, it must have been really, really fake-looking counterfeit money, right? Have you seen the the Trump $1,000 bills? People trying to pass those off? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's like, here's two of these. Like, to get my friend out, please. (laughs) All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. All right, your biggest songs in country music at number three, Morgan Wallen, Sand in My Boots. Something about the way she kissed me, tells me she loves in Tennessee. Ray, were you trying to go to a Morgan Wallen show? Oh, yeah, it's up in a month. Tickets are like $400. That's where you come in. Hmm? What do you mean where I come in? I need you to hit up the label, try and get two tickets for your boy. Why don't you have Scuba Steve hit up the label? He it's knows the label. Option. I don't know labels. <laughs> like, Scuba knows the people... On the inside, I know the people on the outside. Both in and like, out. Like I know, I, I know Morgan. I could call, I could text Morgan. But I'm never gonna text and be like, "Hey, yo, Morgan, Ray needs two tickets." <laughs> he doesn't deal with tickets. Never. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I bet Scuba Steve could probably help you. But they're going for four hundred dollars. Yeah, and he's got three shows in town. Some are four thousand dollars. People are paying yeah. for four seats. I th- yeah, wasn't in 2020 whenever these tickets went on sale? It was like the most selling. Country ticket person. $4,000, though. That's got to be inflated just to see if anyone will buy, and then closer to ticket day, they come down. Well, and it's at other sites. So, I mean, people had bought them originally and then just resell and making money off them. Uh, number two, Chris Stapleton, You Should Probably Leave. Yeah, you should probably leave. Still jam. And this song's on, and I'm always kind of feeling it, but when it's over, I can't stop singing. I know. And I don't even know all the words. Me either. I just go, you should probably leave and then leave and you should probably leave. 
Number one, Jordan Davis and Luke Bryan by Dirt, a second by week dirt. at number one. Find the one you can't live without. Get a ring, let your knee hit the ground. Do what you love, but call it work. And throw a little money in the plate in church. Number one pop song is from Doja Cat, Need to Know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. Baby. This song gets a little dirty in there sometimes. Oh, it does? Oh, yeah. I mean, listen to that. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Uh, the number one Billboard Hot 100 song. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. I don't even know the movie. Encanto. I, don't even, I mean, I know the movie. Yeah. I don't watch the movie. I only know it from the song. Uh, okay, that's the big songs and music. That's it. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Yeah, the Bobby Bones. Yeah.